Because what if allowing yourself to believe the discomfort is temporary opens these new opportunities for you? What if you allow yourself to lean so deeply into the discomfort and embrace it that the act of welcoming it opens new doors for you through said discomfort? By staying in it and reminding yourself that it is temporary, we create energetic vibrations that call in new opportunities. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to a very exciting, very special episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. The LaRue community has officially launched. I am so, so excited to be sharing this news with you guys. This project has been five months in the making, well over, and the time has come to finally share it with the world, share it with you, and let my little caterpillar turn into a butterfly and fly away. I'm so excited that this is the podcast that I get to record following the launch because this is a common theme that's been arising in my life and the the lives of a lot of my close friends lately. So I'm really excited to be recording today's topic, but I just wanted to first and foremost share with you guys that the community has officially launched. So if you're new to the podcast or have no idea what I'm talking about, LaRue, which is the, the name of my brand, has officially entered into its next phase. We have launched an online community space for women and it's just going to be extraordinary. I think the programming, the brand partners, the everything we offer speaks for the value itself. I think it's just going to be such an extraordinary space for women to come together, network, attend roundtables, brainstorming sessions, workshops, and learn and feed off each other and learn from each other, gain advice, give advice. I think it's just going to be truly revolutionary. I truly do believe it with every fiber in my being, every atom in my body vibrates with excitement towards this community. And I am just so happy that I finally get to share it with you guys. It has been a brainchild and baby of mine for such a long time now. And I have never, I've never felt this way about a launch. I've never felt this way about anything in my life. I have never felt so excited and so confident in what I'm doing. So I really hope that you learn more about the community. I hope you consider joining. The link to learn everything that you need to know about our membership tiers, programming, what the community is about, how to join, you know, who's applicable to join, everything you need to know will be at the link in the show notes for the community. And I sincerely hope we see you in there. Uh, the first several days, which is very exciting, is just kind of a get to know you day. 
The community launched on Monday, so programming doesn't start until February 1st. So we're taking the first couple days just to start conversations, start networking, get people to know each other. And then our very first kickoff session of the community is our February goal setting session, which I will be hosting from London. I'm so excited. My boyfriend and I are leaving for London in just a few days to celebrate his birthday, and it's just going to be so much fun. So I'm really thrilled to be hosting the first session there. It's going to be amazing. I hope you'll consider joining. And that's that's the community. It's here. It's officially here. I can't believe it. <laughs> so I thought I wanted to introduce you guys to that and now dive into today's topic, which like I said, I'm really excited to talk about. This is one of those topics that it's this has been a really relevant theme in my life. You know, I think objectively looking back, forever but it's something that I think is very relevant and it's a very comforting thought to have so let me just dive right in today's topic is thinking about this mantra this idea this concept that everything is always temporary now this can be both very comforting and to some situations experiences a little discomforting but I want to talk about it because I think that the mantra it's all temporary can be a really powerful mantra to own when you are in the discomfort so I want to backtrack a couple of years I was back when I was living in Florida and LaRue was very very new I woke up one day to go to the gym and I remember this moment very very clearly I woke up, got to the gym, and I always started with cardio, and in that cardio, I always put a podcast on. And I was listening to the Ed Milet podcast. I don't remember who the guest was that he had on, but I was listening to his podcast, and I think it was some sort of professional sports athlete, or uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an athlete, because I think the, the reference to the temporary was talking about pain, like physical pain. So I was listening to the podcast. And something Ed Milet had said was when he was working out and he would feel the pain. Yeah, it was definitely an athlete. It's all coming back to me. When he was working out and he would feel the pain of, you know, his body starting to fatigue and his muscles getting really tired, he would always try and push himself to do just one more. He said his mantra in the gym, his mantra in life is just one more. I can do one more, one more page of this book, one more set of this workout, one more run around the block one more whatever right that was that was his one more and he said in reference to the one more when it comes to things like working out when it comes to things like you know pushing pushing yourself to do just a little bit more he said I always remind myself it's temporary the pain is temporary it'll stop in just a minute let me just do one more and I remember thinking how powerful of a mantra that was because even in the temporary we don't know how long temporary could mean. Physical pain in reference to a workout and the fatigue your muscles feel is just maybe 30 seconds, right? One more set of lifting a dumbbell or you know, pushing weights or doing whatever you're doing, that's a very short amount of temporary. But when you broaden that scale and look at it on a much larger piece of life, like the loss of something or grieving something, grieving a job or grieving you know someone you've lost a job is a great example the idea of reminding yourself it's all temporary 
that's where you don't have a definitive answer on how long is the temporary. You're applying to jobs, you're looking for new jobs, you've gotten laid off surprisingly. The temporary could be a week, it could be a month, it could be six months. And that's where I think the idea of broadening the scale of its temporary can feel very comforting, but also very uncomfortable because things being temporary, as comforting as that may feel sometimes, we often can only think about how uncomfortable and how permanent something may feel in the moment. So a great example of this is actually my mom. So I recently shared with you guys, while I was in Florida, my mom had her rotator cuff repaired in her shoulder. And my mom has had surgery before when she was 30. She was in a really big car accident and she broke her pelvis, but that was a long time ago. My mom is not 30 anymore. (laughs) She would not want me to share her age, but she is thriving and young. She's fabulous. But anyways, it's been a really long time since, since she's experienced that. And even with my surgery more recently, which was already four years ago, you know, she only watched me go through it. So it's not something she sees every day. And when we were talking about her surgery, and it's actually the the same surgeon that I've had for years, my knee surgeon did her shoulder. Our doctor was mentioning that, you know, the pain is going to be hard and it's going to be rough and you're going to be very displaced was a word that was brought up a lot. And I thought about how interesting the word displaced means to people who are like myself, like my mom, like a lot of the women I surround myself with, which is we are women who thrive in our routine, thrive in the hustle, thrive in being busy, and we're people who are constantly moving around. My mom and I are so identical in the sense of like... We don't like to just sit on the couch. We like to be cleaning or doing something while we're relaxing. For me, I like productivity to relax. Like restful productivity is where I zen out. (laughs) And my mom is very similar. So back when we found out she needed surgery, which I think was maybe October-ish around there because we ended up waiting about two months to have her surgery. So around October and... Our doctor was giving us the the lowdown of what was going to happen, or I'm sorry, obviously gave her the lowdown, and then she shared with me. And like I said, the word displaced came up a lot. And I'm sitting here thinking about how displaced my mom will feel. And having had a, a massive surgery myself where I was unable to get out of bed, I couldn't even bend my knee for two weeks, I couldn't shower, I couldn't... I couldn't do anything. I couldn't walk. I couldn't put any pressure on it. I couldn't do anything. I laid in bed. And I remember how upsetting that was for me and how truly hard it was for me. And I thought about how that would feel now as to who I am now, the business I have, the life that I have. And I couldn't even put what it would mean to be displaced into words. Like it gave me so much anxiety And it gave me so much fear. And I knew that when it came to my mom having this surgery, she would feel really, really overwhelmed and very annoyed at the fact that she just couldn't live her life, right? Which it it is. It's just very frustrating and annoying. So fast forward now, I'm in Florida. She has the surgery and and she's pretty much, you know, on bed rest for a good week. And then, um you know, slowly moving. But the doctor said very clearly, 
it's going to be about a three to five month recovery, depending on how your body takes it, how you do with PT, et cetera, et cetera. And I think my mom let that timeline go in one ear and fly right out the other. And she never wanted to swallow that pill, never wanted to think about it. And when I, when I was getting ready to travel down to Florida, you know, a week or so before, because I got down there and then the next day was her surgery. So a week or so before she's like, yeah, I think I'll just be in bed for a couple days. And then, you know, I'll be in the sling for a couple weeks and I'll be fine. And I'm thinking like, okay, okay. She's really, really trying to not swallow the pill. She's really trying to not understand how difficult this is going to be, you know, and I fully respect that. And I was trying to, in a very nice way, be like, mom, I think it's going to be more intense than you think it is. Like you're going to be in a lot of pain. You're not going to be able to move your shoulder. Cause you know, what's interesting too, is I never knew this, but when I was getting my knee surgery, I was qualified for a knee replacement, but my insurance wouldn't pay for it because I was just way too young. And they're like, you're going to need at least two, if not three more after this. And they said, no, like we just, we're not going to pay for it. You need to figure out a different solution. So that's where we came up with the reconstruction that I had done. And I was talking to my surgeon. I remember this conversation super, super clearly. I was talking to my surgeon about what the recovery would look like. And he said, yeah, another reason why I wanted you to have a replacement is because you're up and moving on it the same day. You have the surgery and then they have you like stand up and walk out of the center, like surgery center by yourself. Or not obviously by yourself, like you're all drugged up, but you know what I mean? Like you're walking, you're not getting wheelchaired out versus the surgery that I had, which is I could not bend my knee for two weeks. I could not put weight on my knee for two weeks. Like I could not do anything for two weeks to that leg. And that is a very like big, big difference to recoveries. So when they were sharing with us the details about her recovery, because after she had finished her surgery and she was coming out of the anesthesia, the doctor came out and chatted with me, um, asked how my knee was doing, and then you know, shared with me what her recovery would look like. And he said, yeah, she's kind of like in denial about what she thinks this is going to look like. I was very clear with her. You know, the sling is going to be at least six weeks, which she is finally almost out of. Um, PT is going to be three, four, five months, depending on how she takes it and how her body takes the surgery. But all of this is to say, we were in, I was, I was in Florida and about a week after her surgery, my mom was laying in bed and she just looked really, really sad. And I just looked at her and I was like, are you okay? Like, can I get you anything? What's wrong? And she's like, I just feel so useless. Like, this is so hard. I just want to get out of bed and move. And she obviously saw too, like when we were in Florida, I was a bit stressed out myself. I wasn't able to get any work done. I was just trying to do everything for everyone. I was, you know, definitely playing mom, cooking all the dinners, cleaning the house, wrapping the presents, just kind of doing everything, which is the reason I came down there to do. But it was just stressing me out. So anyways, uh, I was looking at her and she just looked really sad and I was trying to ask her what's wrong. And she's just like, I feel so useless. I hate this. I can't get into my routine. Like I can't even take my pills because of the other pills she was on, like the pain medication. And she was just feeling really frustrated. And I remember this podcast, the one I've mentioned to you guys with Ed Milet. And I remember thinking about how truly temporary pain can be discomfortability can be in our lives and I just kept telling her mom 
this is all so, so temporary because I obviously can fully relate to all of this. I remember all of these feelings, feeling so useless, feeling so annoyed that I couldn't get out of bed, feeling so sick and tired of watching so much TV and just, I just wanted to get up and get up and move and I couldn't and she couldn't. You know, obviously she can walk around. I would most certainly argue legs are harder than arms. But, you know, it it was a lot. I had to help her shower, which mom and daughter, that's not exactly fun, right? Like, it's not pleasant for either of us. And she just couldn't do anything. Even we were, we had 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 her shower and got, she had gotten out of the shower. And I had her wrapped up in blankets because she couldn't move and dry herself off quick enough. So it would get really cold. And I had wrapped her up and a towel that I put in the dryer she was standing there and she just started looking at herself in the mirror and she just started crying she's like I just want to be able to do my hair and she's like I just want to be able to look okay and like I feel like such a slob and she was just really getting frustrated with it and I told her mom this is so so temporary you're gonna look back at this time and be only grateful that you had the surgery done you're not gonna remember how annoying it was to be displaced out of your routine because that part was temporary what's permanent about this situation is the solution that you're providing your body and that is the whole point of me sharing this story when we are in temporary discomfort i believe that solutions always come out of it so let's go back to the job example let's say you get fired from your job and maybe it's a job you really liked or it's just money that you really needed and you don't have a lot of slack right now and you're really concerned about finances or whatever the situation may be, but it's a shock to your system and it's a, a literal temporary displacement. So now you're, let's, let's pass along some time. Let's say you're three months in and you cannot find a job for the life of you. You're not getting any you know calls from the resumes you're putting in, the applications you're putting in, and you're feeling so, so frustrated. Now let's fast forward another three months. Let's say a month ago, you got a job that you are so, so excited about. It's exactly what you wanted. Let's be super generous. It's better pay, better position, better commute time. You get to work with people you really like. Let's, let's just say it's super ideal. Because in this world, in this intentional living world, that's what we're manifesting. It's never going to be the same. It's never going to be less than. It's always going to be better. Everything is getting better. Now let's fast forward even farther. Let's say a year from now. You know what you're going to look back on those five months that you were temporarily displaced? You're going to have gratitude. You are going to have so much gratitude for that temporary discomfort that the world put you in because it got you to where you are today, which is a topic I've covered on this top on this podcast so many times, because when I was in my such great, deep, deep discomfort, it was all temporary. And I knew that, but I just couldn't believe it. I just didn't care enough to believe that it was temporary because I was so angry at the discomfort I was experiencing in the now. But now, four years later, three, three, four years later, I look back at the times where I didn't have the answers. I didn't know when the money was going to start coming in, when I was going to find a solution, when I was going to find out what LaRue was going to become. That temporary discomfort is what has motivated me, is what has pushed me, is what has challenged me to get me to where I am today. Turn that same view onto my mom with a physical discomfort. The 
temporary discomfort is a literal solution to a long-term problem. My mom tore her rotator cuff like three years ago. It was while I was still living in Florida with her. And she never wanted to deal with it. We weren't positive that she tore it. Um, she, she had like a, uh, she went to like a Pilates class or a, like a hit workout class and got super, super sweaty. You know, it's Florida. It's really hot. And her sports bra was just kind of stuck to her. And you know that feeling of like when you can't get clothes off, it just immediately gives you anxiety. So she just went to go rip her sports bra off over her head, like arms crossed over her head and tore her rotator cuff. And because she didn't deal with it immediately, it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse over the last couple of years. So now she's been experiencing, let's go with three years of pain. Now she's going to go through a six month maximum temporary discomfort for a solution that will hopefully be for the rest of her life. So that six months of discomfort is going to provide necessary solution for a long-term effect. Think about that in any context. Apply that to any context in your life where you've had temporary discomfort and how, whether you've literally used the phrase, it's temporary, or Something along the lines of thinking about the future, knowing one day you'll be out of the discomfort you're in. Think about how that discomfort that was once temporary has challenged you, has pushed you, has made you a better person with more experience and more understanding of how life works. It's such a wonderful and simple message to provide ourselves because everything is truly temporary. Even the joys of life. Even the the joys that we experience on a day-to-day, the highs that we reach on a day-to-day, a lot of those are very temporary. And that can be the, the challenging thought to grasp. And I think a lot of people, and I've talked about this so many times on the podcast too, especially in the beginning of launching Do The Damn Thing, because I was once someone who was very, very pessimistic and you know, my grief caused a lot of anger in my life. That's kind of where I melded it all and and ushered it all into one emotion was anger. That was the, that was the emotion I was comfortable with. And it made me a very pessimistic person. So anytime something good would happen, that is the thought that I had. So on the reversal of this, on this topic, I want to also remind you that Using the phrase, it's temporary, can also be very demeaning and mean. Because if you're someone who is more on the pessimistic side, and you're someone who finds that when life gives you lemons, the lemons mold really quickly, (laughs) then the reminder of it's temporary needs to change in how you use it. It needs to change context because telling yourself the joys of life and your experiences and your happiness is temporary is not going to help you in the long term. So when I was, you know, four or five years ago, when I was in the midst and in the throes of my, uh, of my grief and of my anger, anytime something good would happen to me or in my life, I would just consistently think like, okay, how long is this going to last? And that is the exact translation of the opposite side of, it's temporary of of finding joy in the discomfort of temporary. You are finding sorrow and bitterness in the discomfort in, in the joy that is temporary, if that makes sense. So you have, you have two sides to this coin. You have two sides to the weight. 
And it's up to you to decide, you know, which side you want to be heavier. It's up to you which side you want to flip the coin to. But I think using the the mantra, it's temporary, and reminding ourselves that discomfort is temporary. There are positive ways, I think, that we can remind ourselves that the joy is temporary or that experiences are temporary only in the sense of reminding yourself things are sometimes temporary, I think does allow you to be more present. It allows you to be more present with whatever it is you're experiencing and the emotions you're experiencing it with. So for example, next week, going to London, so, so pumped. I have been before, but I was really young. So I'm really excited to be going back as an adult. And obviously with a significant other, it's just going to be so much fun. So while I'm there, reminding myself that it's temporary means reminding myself to be present, really fully experiencing the joys of this vacation with someone I love and being somewhere that we get to experience together. It's reminding me, okay, yeah, I might have a lot of work when I get back, but I don't need to deal with it now. I want to be present. I want to be here. I want to enjoy this. So I think that there are so many different positive ways that we can turn this idea of temporary into a really powerful mantra and into a really powerful thought. Because when we remind ourselves that the joy is temporary, it's pursuing us to be more present. And when we remind ourselves that the discomfort is temporary, it's reminding us that we're being challenged. It's reminding us that the universe is putting us in a place of challenge to push ourselves so that one day when the temporary is no longer here and it's in the past, we are so much more grateful for the moment we're in. And that's that timeline that we get to go from temporary discomfort to a temporary joy. And I don't want temporary joy to sound fearful. I don't want that to sound bad. It should sound good in the sense of, you know, this specific joy that I feel about London is a different joy that I feel about the community launching. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving joy for discomfort. Maybe I'm leaving this joy for another joy. Does that make sense? Like the timeline is always flowing and the timeline of temporary discomfort is so much few and far between than all the, the temporary joys we feel in our lives. And down the line, when we're reflecting on maybe a hard year of our life, We're going to remember the challenging emotions. We're going to remember the challenging experiences. But what I remember from those in my own life is that that challenge, that discomfort, that pain, that trauma that I experienced, I have so much gratitude for now because it's it's given me this beautiful life. It's given me the experiences and the emotions and the understandings and the musings that I can share with every single one of you that show up to this podcast each week. It's given me the opportunity to share so much of my own wisdom, my own joys, my own temporary discomfort, so that I can empower others to do the same. Everything we experience in life is temporary. The only constant in this world is that everything is always changing. So if you can find consistent comfort or consistent acknowledgement of the temporary, I think you're living your life in a much more present and balanced way. And if you're in a period of your life where right now the temporary is the discomfort side of the coin, I want to remind you that obviously not only is it just temporary, but this is a moment, this is an experience of your life where if you approach this correctly, 
you will feel more empowered and you will feel gratitude for the temporary discomfort because one day it'll push you to do something more. It'll push you to do something better. And that's what's extraordinary about experiencing such a wide range of emotions and such a wide range of experiences in this world. And I've said this so many times before on this podcast, but I think it's such a powerful reminder that we we cannot know joy without anger. We cannot know happiness without sadness. We cannot know the greatest experiences of this life without knowing some of the hardships. And if you're in a temporary hardship, whether that's a financial hardship, a relationship hardship, a job loss, whether you're grieving something or someone, whether you're going through a massive change and shift, everything about our lives is temporary. And if that strikes fear in you, and if that sounds uncomfortable to you, that's what you need to address first. Why does the temporary feel uncomfortable? Because as much joy as we find in the temporary actual joys, we should find honestly excitement in the temporary discomfort. And I do get to say that if you're sitting here and getting mad at me saying, find joy in the temporary discomfort, then it's because there's something deeper that needs to be addressed. And I get to say that and I get to know this solely because of the fact that I was listening to podcasts when I was going through the hardest discomfort of my life. And when someone would say, you know, I just leaned into it and I just did X, Y, and Z, I would roll my eyes and get pissed off. So if that's where you're at with this podcast, that's okay. Turn it off, come back to it another time, you know, let it, let it settle, let it boil over and be okay. But my, my strongest message, my strongest belief is that everything in our lives is temporary and you have a choice to make. You can lean into the discomfort and understand that it's challenging you. It's here to push you. And one day you'll have gratitude for that discomfort. And on the same side of the coin, every the joys are temporary so if you remind yourself that the joy is temporary the experiences are temporary you'll be much more present in your own life or you're on the other side of temporary where you're just going to be pissed off at everything pissed off at the fact that okay well i only have six days in london so you know gotta soak it up while i can and then i'm gonna be pissed off and sad and depressed when i get back to my normal life that's certainly not who i am that's certainly not the way to approach life because what if allowing yourself to believe that discomfort is temporary opens these new opportunities for you what if you allow yourself to lean so deeply into the discomfort and embrace it that the act of welcoming it opens new doors for you through said discomfort by staying in it and reminding yourself that it is temporary we create energetic vibrations that call in new opportunities. And that is what is so wonderful about living this this mindset, this intentional driven mindset lifestyle is that we understand that everything is temporary, whether that's a very conscious thought that you have or not, everything is temporary. And in some way, I think we've all acknowledged that in our lives, whether we've literally used the phrase, this is temporary, or some sort of variation, you know, sister phrase of it, everything truly is in the temporary. Like I said, the only constant in this life is that everything is always changing. So if you embrace that side of the coin, if you embrace the opportunity of the change, you will call in 
those opportunities for change. You will be the person who gets fired from their job, (laughs) goes through three, four, five months of temporary discomfort to land your dream job. And don't you think that if you landed that dream job, you would be so grateful for getting fired and going through that hard phase to get to the next 10, 15 years of your life at this amazing job where you're making so much money, meeting awesome people and doing whatever it is you love? Everyone would do that. If we knew that that was the answer, if we knew that that was the end result that we were going to get to, but we don't know. We have to embrace that. We have to be okay with not knowing the answers, which is truly the hardest part of all of it. Truly something that I struggled with very deeply and sometimes still do. But I've decided to be okay with not knowing what's coming next because we can't. We, we just simply cannot. If we try to determine our fate, we're going to come up empty. So what if leaning into the temporary, leaning into being okay with the joys and the discomfort being temporary allows you to raise your energetic vibration to call in amazing and new opportunities. I think that sounds wonderful. That's the train I'm hopping on board of, and I hope that you do too. So that's what I've got for you guys today. I want to say one more quick reminder. I hope you check out the LaRue community. It's going to be amazing. Our roundtables will be just like these podcasts. Our roundtable brainstorming sessions will be opportunities for our members to show up and ask questions. I am struggling with this. I have a new job opportunity and I don't know if I should take it. I want to move and I don't know what I should do. Whatever it is, we will have a theme each month for our roundtables. We have one lifestyle roundtable that's more dedicated to the personal and one entrepreneurship and business slash career roundtable that's dedicated to the professional. And each month we'll have a theme for those roundtables where you can show up ready with a question and get advice from all of our amazing community members, myself, Anna, everyone is going to show up to support you. And I think that those in itself are so, so valuable to networking and picking other people's brains to get ideas for yourself. So I can't wait to see you guys in there. I can't wait to watch this community evolve and continue sharing more with you guys. Obviously, I'll keep you updated on programming each month here. We have a very exciting guest lined up for March. I'm very, very excited to share it with you guys somewhat soon. Um, we, we have a meeting to go over what she's hosting for the programming, but it's going to be so great. And I just, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I can't wait to see you guys in there. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.